Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of A Sandwich and Some Lovin'. I'm Kelly Raspberry Evans, and this is my husband and co-host. Hello, I'm Alan. Alan Evans. Walter Allen Evans. That's me. That's you. And we have got a podcast for you. Boy, howdy, do we. That is a very generic intro. Well, what do you want to do? You want to do something more specific? Maybe you could say, (laughs) uh, aren't you supposed to use different adjectives when you're praising children? Children, you know how instead of saying, good job, you're supposed to say, fantastic effort. We've got a fantastic effort podcast coming up for you tonight. Oh, okay. How's that? That's beautiful. You know, I was listening to Loose Lips and Childbearing Hips, our sister podcast, and what they do is they write intros for each other each week. So it's always different. That takes too much work. See, exactly. Yeah. So I'd we're just going to, we're just going to, com- you're just going to complain about what I do and not change it. <laughs> unless no, I'd I change just, it. I'd rather just wing it. Just come up with it as we go. But I come up with it every week, and it's the same thing every week. Oh, yeah. Well, it was just a generic intro. Do we have a podcast for you, listener? Yeah, boy, howdy, we do. Yes, we do. Boy, howdy. We have a lot to talk about. But we do. You're right. We've had a lot of stuff happen since our last podcast. We've got stuff coming up that's pretty exciting for our podcast. We're going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the world right now, and by the world, I mean on The Bachelorette, because Alan is semi-invested. Not really. But I am invested. And I'm just telling you guys what. This is a season you need to be watching. I'll be as invested. I'll be invested as long as that knucklehead Cam is part of this equation. Well, spoiler alert. That guy. I got a spoiler alert if anybody cares coming up. But if you haven't watched, go back, watch on demand Bachelorette. Because I'll be honest, I was not enthused about Hannah Brown being the Bachelorette. I thought she wasn't going to be great because she didn't have... Anything to say. When they told her she won, she was speechless. When they brought her out on the live show, she was speechless. Literally, she had nothing to say. And now, man. I'll tell you what. She's been so awesome. I'll tell you one. So much fun. I'll tell you one thing about Hannah Brown. She's as horny as a three bald alley cat. A three what? Three bald alley cat. Three bald alley cat. I think it's in the delivery. Did you not understand? I thought you said bollied. I was like, what's a bollied? Three bald alley cat. That's a horny alley cat. Is it? Well, alley cats are horny. If I have to explain the joke, it's not a good joke. Exactly. (laughs) So anyway, it's been very fun. And the guys on the show are highly entertaining. I have my favorites, but it's like one of those things where you can't remember anybody's names. But it's so fun. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about our Memorial Day party. And honestly... Not a lot of drama, had a couple of little incidents, but it wasn't near the buffoon fest I thought Why it was going to be. Why are you besmirching our party? I'm There's lots of buffoonery. Lots of buffoonery. Lots of buffoonery. Maybe there was stuff that went on that I wasn't aware of. We're having issues with our dog, Larry, we need to address. In fact, I'm this close to calling a doggy psychic 
but I'm afraid she's going to charge me a lot of money. That's really the one thing that's holding me back. You, well, you need to drop a dime on her head. Say, do you know who I am? She doesn't know who I am. Honey. Say, I've won a Gracie Award. And not only that, I'm on a podcast with That'll do it. the amazing Alonzo. So I'm thinking about that. And also we had a big family dinner. Um, my family, which is also Alan's family, but the maternal side of our family, the wife's side of the family got together because... Uh, my nephew brought home his, his girlfriend for everybody to meet. My See. other niece is getting married. We got to talk about that a little bit. My 25th anniversary with Kid Craddock Morning Show coming up. I mean, we just got so much to get to. Remember, we got about an hour. We'll cram it all in. Okay. We'll yeah. cram it all in. And that's what she said. But you know what also is coming up is Father's Day. And I've already been asking you, where do you want to go to eat? And what is there anything special you would like for Father's Day, which I am looking into a couple of his suggestions right now. But I'll tell you what, we have a great idea for Father's Day. If you're looking for the perfect gift, you've heard us talk about Framebridge before. Framebridge. We use them repeatedly to frame our wedding photos and very special things that we we have. Like if if like if your dad, let's say, has a special baseball that's been autographed by somebody big. Your dad has, oh, your dad has like um, a football signed. He has a Witten football and a Herschel Walker helmet. Right. Those are very special things. Wouldn't you like to have them put in a really cool frame and preserve for him forever? Well, Framebridge can send you the packaging for that. It doesn't, they don't cost you, doesn't cost you any extra for that. You ship it off to them and they send you back the item in a beautiful frame. I think it'd be a great way to do uh, for Father's Day. Maybe like, Pictures from the wedding, mm-hmm. like your your dad, Absolutely. he was so excited yeah. to have his brother at our wedding. They hadn't seen each other in so long that we actually gave his dad a picture of that for Christmas. So I'll have to come up with something else for Father's Day. But we're just thinking that Framebridge is the perfect gift to frame those memories for dad for Father's Day. Whether it's a picture or an item, Framebridge is the pers- perfect personalized gift. Order a custom gift for any dad in your life in minutes. It only takes minutes. We've mm-hmm. done this many times. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code SANDWICH. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code SANDWICH. That's framebridge.com, promo code SANDWICH. That's it, babe. We love Framebridge. We gotta, you got to get on it because Father's Day is going to sneak up on you real quick, too. All right, so let's get started. Well, let's just work our way from the back forward. Are you producing, that right? Here, babe? Are you are you producing? <laughs> well, I, well, I wrote down all these I, notes. I used to do the rundown. You did the rundown, so I don't I don't know what we're. I doing. wrote all these notes when we were having dinner and, and, at, and at in, the steakhouse, and in what order? And I I, I got nothing. I'm well, just. I, let's start at the top. I'm doing the elephant walk. I'm grabbing your tail with my trunk. Well, <clears> that that'll be fun. Uh, let's talk about our Memorial Day party. Let's start with that. Yeah, we um. Well, I I busted my hump. Three days. Outside, trying to get everything done outside and looking pretty. Uh, Mostly landscaping. I posted a few um, how-to videos on our YouTube channel. Yes. Which is at youtube.com slash a sandwich and some 11. But um, yeah, I did a how to plant vincas. A vinca is a summer flower. So I did a little easy how-to video. Um, You know, and somebody like me, I mean, I know it. For you, it seems like a simple thing because you do it all the time. But for somebody like me who you know, comes into this knowing nothing about gardening, a video like that's very helpful. Yeah, I, I, I tried to keep it pretty easy. And then you gave me a pressure washer for Christmas, a Christmas present. That at you the time, scoffed at. Well, at the time, I, I didn't scoff. I didn't scoff. You didn't love it. But Kelly 
she gets her feelers hurt if when I open a present, I'm not doing a frickin' Mary Lou Retton floor routine. Yeah, I want you to be excited and surprised. Well, you were surprised. I was not expecting a pressure washer. I was as surprised as I could be getting a lime green pressure washer on Christmas morning. But I used that son of a gun to get ready for the party. I pressure washed that whole cement deck out there and you saw the results. And it works. And you love it. And I loved it. Yeah, it works good. And, And I think I'll be able to use it for... All kinds of different stuff. Uh, like the house has got some black stuff on it. The mailbox. Yeah, it's like it's weird black stuff on the sidewalks. Yes. I mean, there's different nozzles so you can control the pressure of the spray. So we could even do cars with something that's not so... Look at you loving that stuff. pressure washer. So anyway, I did all the stuff outside to get ready for the party. You did what to get ready for the party? I made sure that all the bathrooms had enough toilet paper. And I wiped down the counters. <laughs> I didn't do a lot. As far as getting the house ready, the house is pretty orderly because the kids were gone. But I was in charge of the food and the alcohol, right? We had we have enough alcohol, but the mixers and things like that and the little snacky things. We were trying to get an outdoor kitchen finished. It wasn't going to be finished in time. But let's be honest, if we would have bought all the meat and whatever you were going to grill, it would have cost a ton of money because we'd, we'd probably overbuy because we don't know how to buy for that many people. We had like 15 people to feed. And you would have been at that grill for hours. Yeah. And you wouldn't have been able to enjoy the party. So I decided, since we couldn't grill, which I think turned out to be a blessing, that I was going to order fajitas. They're easy for catering. I've done that before for parties with different restaurants. But there's a restaurant really close to where we live. But I know that I'm accused often of user error when something goes wrong. Alan, when I tell Alan something's not working correctly, he's like, it's probably user error. Well, Meaning it's, it's my fault. Number one, always is user error. Number two would be check your connections. And one of those two things usually solves the problem. Right. And I don't want to have to hear that, ladies and gentlemen. So instead of placing the online order, which they would love for you to do at this restaurant, I was like, nope. Because if my order's not ready and something's left off the order because I placed it online, what am I going to hear? User error. And I don't want to have that on my shoulders. So I went up there <laughs> on Saturday. In Our person. Our party was Monday. I went up there on Saturday. When I got there, other people were there picking up their orders for delivery that they had ordered for Saturday. But yes. I wasn't picking up an order. I was placing an order for Monday. In person. In person. And I politely waited because he was busy filling these other people's orders. And he apologized and said, I'll be right with you. I said, not a problem because I'm not screwing up Memorial Day. I'm mm. going to order correctly. Mm. So I, when he finally got to me, I said, hi, I'm having a Memorial Day party on Monday. Was this a manager? It was the bar manager. Okay. I have to feed f- 15 people. 15 big people. 15 people. 15 big people. He initially tried to sell me the smaller package. I was like, nope. No. Order me the big, no. order me the big package because it's called the, the big daddy or something like that. I said, I want the big one. The because big daddy. Something like that. I said, and we don't want any of that queso. It's too messy. Double up on the ranch dip. And, you know, that's, I, I was good. I thought I was good to go. And he forgot to ask me what time the food was going to be ready. And so, but I didn't forget I said, um, do you need, after he wrote it all down, asked for my credit card and everything, and I paid. And he's like, okay, thank you. I said, don't you need to know when it's uh, going to be ready for pickup? 
I, when, when, you want, when I wanted to be picked up. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, what time did you need it by? I said, noon. He said, not a problem. We're opening at 11. He said, if you said any earlier than noon, that would have been a problem. So, Alan, what do I think? You think you're going to get your food at 11? I think it's not going to be a problem. By no, noon. By noon. By noon. And because I was told by people who work in the restaurant business who do take out that those people in the back bust their butts. I can say ass on the sandwiches. Whoa. Whoa. Bust their ass back there. Whoa. That's what I was told. Getting all the food ready for, you know, to go orders. So I tipped really well on this order because I knew it wasn't going to be screwed up. So you tip on the order before you get your food. Because my friend was picking it up for me. Our friends were picking it up for us, and I didn't want them to have to have any question. Come in, say, you've got Kelly Raspberry's order, and so she's you, already tipped and everything's ready so to go. So you basically tip this cat for taking your order. No, you're tipping the people in the back for preparing it. Hadn't done anything. But you have to tip them for the preparing of it. You should tip them when you go pick up your food on time. <clears throat> Anyway, me trying to be a decent human being and tipping them well. <laughs> Wait, I heard that. Yes. I heard that. I didn't say I wouldn't because tip Because again, them. see, I can't even do that right. I can't even <laughs> tip right. That's user error. So anyway, Ooh. noon. My girlfriend, I, and she says, what time are you going to be there? I said, well, I told him not to have the food ready till noon. Don't, nobody's going to show up at the party right at noon. So just pick it up at noon. That's fine. 12.02, I get a call. Your food's not ready. She said, not only is it not ready, they have no record that you ever placed the order. Mm. No record I ever placed the order, Alan. And, and you, you received this information from one big Russ Lowe. Well, his wife. Oh, big Amy Lowe. Well, we don't refer to her as big Amy Lowe. Oh, Amy Lowe. Amy. So anyway, so she calls me. She goes, they don't even have a record that you ordered it. I was like, what? But I kept the receipt. So I snapped a picture. Well, of course, they want to know. Before I get to the receipt, she's wanting to show on the phone. Well, who took the order? I described him. The guy says, I know exactly who it was. He wasn't there at the time that to, for the pickup. He's like, I know who it was, da, da, da. So Amy said, you, I said, well, I have the receipt. She said, take a picture, send it to me. And I did. The copy I had didn't have the tip amount on it. I wish it did, but I only had the original. So I, I sent that off to him. And the manager on duty, he more than made up for it. He got that order ready really quickly. They did. They, they made it right. It was not his fault. It was the other guy's fault. But he um, gave us a free dessert. He gave us extra everything. It was, it was fine. But there was like, you know, that, was, that could have been a, a problem. There were some tense moments. Because if you come over to Evans Manor for a party, there's the food, there's going to be food. Well, you expect food. Yeah, you do. And you expect booze. We ended up having plenty of all of it. In you fact, you didn't even crack open the margarita machine this year. And last year, that's what everybody got bombed on. Well, you know what happened to me? What I did is I was waiting for our guests to arrive. You had gone out and bought these things. Hashtag not an ad. No, these, it's not. These things are called truly. I bought them for the women coming hard to the party. seltzers. I don't care who you bought them for. I cracked into one of these things, pineapple flavored. I'm like, damn, that's good. And then one turned into two and two turned into three. And before anybody got here, I'd already had four of them. I'm like you had four. Yes. So, Alan. I'm, so I'm feeling right before anybody even showed those up for the ladies. Well, 5% alcohol. So more than a beer. So anyway, Alan, last year, we we'd cracked open our margarita machine, which is a wedding gift we'd never used until last year. And we all got hammered on margaritas, which is a bad hangover. All that sugar. 
So anyway, didn't even have a margarita this year. But our friends came over, John and Mark, and they have perfected coconut martinis. They made coconut martinis. Yeah. And they made us coconut martinis with real coconut flakes. Boy, they were good. And simple sugar. Yeah. And it was like coconut vodka, but he has a certain brand he likes with simple sugar and then the coconut flakes. Oh, yeah. Perfection. Yeah. And then the other big hit was I got coconut soda water. It was um, LaCroix, coconut sparkling water. Mix that with vodka. Apparently, coconut is the flavor of summer. No, wait a second. I mixed that with vodka. I was I ran I, more of those coconut vodkas with limes to you guys. I must have run, oh. I don't know, 10 of those to Thank you, you Thank you. Give me some. I just want some acknowledgement. Thank you. Well, give me some. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> For coming up with mixing soda and vodka. Thank you. Thank you. I should call it the Alan Evans. No, you guys. Uh, they were good. You guys, so that's what we did. You guys went through a few of those. Uh, Russ opened the party with his uh, now second annual belly flop. Yep. Now you got to know Russ. Russ is what do you say, babe? Six six. Six five six six. Yeah. Two sixty. No idea. I mean, he's a big guy. Yeah. So he just we said, Russ, we can't get this party started until you do what you got to do. And he kind of begrudgingly, oh, okay, whatever. And I have a video of him. I think that's on. It's one one of our. We Instagrams. posted. I don't know what we posted. Isn't that funny? He kind of ambled over to the platform and puts his hat on backwards. He was ready. He puts his shades on, and then he just got. He's like a. He's like a polar bear. If a polar bear, like at the zoo, you know how they jump off the stones into the into the water. That's what Russ looked like. Yeah. A big polar bear. It's a good one too. It was a real good one. And then Jeff did one. He did a backflop. He did a backflop, and then I did a speedo jackknife. Yeah. You want to talk about that? What's there to talk about? Apparently, some people were giving my husband grief on social media. I haven't really been on social media Don't that much care. this week. Don't care. But, oh. What? What? Apparently, somebody I'm in mouthed my, off I'm in my, at Alan. I'm in my backyard. I'm in my backyard. Speedo is your bit. It's like a bit. He didn't keep <laughs> the Speedo on the entire time. He did it as a bit. He had on bathing suit trunks. What a but then bit? It's your I bit. did my jackknife in my Speedo with my big white thighs showing. And then but somebody had something to say. I don't even know what they said. I hung out for no pun intended. I hung out for what? 30 minutes in my Speedo. I, yeah. Okay. And everybody was, I, everybody gets, you, well, you, you get surprisingly comfortable with it really quickly. Yeah. But there was always kind of an air of a little bit of uncomfortableness. I mean, let's face it. If I'm standing next to Sergeant Sowers in a Speedo, there's that's inherently unstable. Yes, if you listen to last week's pod or the last podcast, we yeah. had Sergeant Sowers from uh, Operation well, he, Once in a Lifetime. Right. Well, he was at the party. He was at the party. So I'm rolling around in a Speedo with Sergeant Sowers there. That's a little wheels off. Were you saluting him? Was I saluting him? No, I don't think so. Should have. Is that code for something? Oh, oh. Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we did a Memorial Day. We did a serious Memorial Day toast. So, you know, we understood what the day was all about. I think yeah. I mean, we didn't make a mockery of that. But. but don't be coming on Alan's social media making fun of him and his Speedo. He doesn't like it. I don't care. Make fun of me and my Speedo. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? Go mouth off back No, out. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wear it more. That's what I'm going to do. It doesn't bother me anymore. I'm used to you. That's like when you um, asked me when I was going to propose. You know what I did? You made me wait. I made you wait more. Well, you showed me. <laughs> you showed me. Somebody tells me to zig. What am I going to do? Zag? 
Did I get it right? Look how good a team we are, babe. You do so good. Thank you, honey. You're so good. Don't mess up my spray tan. You're my Grace. <laughs> you're, you're a Gracie Award winner. So <laughs> Thank good. You. You're so good. Well, while we did that, our Memorial Day weekend, I have to tell you real quickly about Big Al. If you listen to my the Kid Craddock Morning Show, I would assume that a lot of people listening to this podcast also listen to the Kid Craddock Morning Show. But Big Al got to just do the coolest thing over the weekend. Um, Blake Shelton had his person call Al. I guess about a week, week and a half ago and asked if he was free this past Friday night because Blake Shelton wanted to send his helicopter down to Waxahachie, Texas, where Al lives and fly him to Tishomingo, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, where Blake Shelton has a bar and uh, he was doing a charity concert that night for about 300 people and wanted Al to introduce him. And Al thought at first we were pulling a prank on him or somebody was, and I don't blame him for that. I mean, that's like, why would Blake Shelton be calling Big Al? But so Al, he went, Blake Shelton sent his helicopter. We sent Cammy to take pictures and video because we didn't want Al to have to worry about posting things on social media. And when you're so worried about, you know, getting it online, you can't be in the moment, you know, and Al really tried to embrace being present, which I love that. Took his best friend, Kirk from high school and yeah, when he got there, he asked Blake, why? Why did you do this? And he said, if you weren't listening, I'll, if you've heard it, I'm sorry, I'm repeating it. But for those of you who haven't, uh, he said Blake told him that, yeah, they were just sitting around talking. And he's like, you know, I don't go on Twitter a lot. But when I do, he said, I see, you know, big owls on there tweeting me. He's always got such nice things to say. He's always tweeting me good things. And plus, a lot of people, you know, tell Blake, you know, about big owl, big owl, big owl. He said, you know, owls feels like a friend to me. Mm -hmm. And so I want him to come and introduce me. And that's what it was. It was, it was really because cool. Of Twitter. Really cool. So that's just a lesson to people. Be nice on social media. A lot of people tweet mean things to get people's attention. And I've had people tweet really mean. I mean, I've gotten a much thicker skin over the years than some people have, but it'll come with time. But, you know, what I've found that if they say a mean thing back and you just respond with, you know, I'm, wow, I'm sorry you felt that way. I didn't feel like that or something. They'll suddenly turn, oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. I was in a really bad mood. You're my favorite on the show or whatever. And they try to clear it up. But am I going to offer to send my helicopter for you to come and introduce me at my bar in Tishomingo? Probably not. Not going to do that. But see, that's what putting good stuff out gets. I, I just feel like putting that good energy out, it comes back to you. And Al just loves Blake Shelton so much. He really does. It's the same thing with me and like the Backstreet Boys. Look how much energy I put out for them. And what happens? You were there. Well, you weren't there. But you heard what happened. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I was on stage with them in Las Vegas. Oh, they yeah. pulled me out of yeah. the crowd. No, I, yeah. In Las Vegas, and I got to dance on stage okay. with Howie D. They know, serenaded well, me. Well, I knew that. I didn't know if that's exactly what you were talking about. No, I'm just saying, you put a lot of good energy out there, I think sometimes it'll come back to you. Mm -hmm. No, I, I think so. You know what surprised me, and I didn't realize this, seeing those pictures of Al standing next to Blake. Blake's a big dude. He's very I didn't tall. realize he was so tall. Yeah, Al's probably, what, 6'2", 6 6'3". Yeah, I think he's a, maybe a little taller than me. Blake Shelton's but, at least 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's a big guy. I mean, and he's like bigger than big Al. Yeah, he's not fat. He's no, just a big he's guy. he's just a big dude. I, did, I didn't realize that. You know, yeah. you, you see people on TV and you don't really, you can't tell how big they are. And Gwen Stefani was there for those asking, I'm sure you were asking, looked great. I don't think I could pull off what she was wearing. Gwen and I are about the same age. 
Gwen was wearing hot pants, like these denim sh- cut off shorts with black fishnet stockings. She, look, she looked awesome. She's looking great. I don't know if I could pull that off. She's got it going on. Could I pull that off for my 25th anniversary party Friday night? No. You, Is that an emphatic no? No, you could, but I you, think people would. I'd look ridiculous. But you shouldn't. I, I guess that's what I'm trying I'm to say. I'm not a rock star. Well, you're a rock star in your own way, babe. But I mean, there's just certain things I have to realize I can't pull off, and that's well, one of them. I didn't mean no, you can't pull it off. I can't pull it off. You, you, you I'd pr- look ridiculous. You probably shouldn't do it at a 25 year anniversary right. party. Right. At which. Uh, well, she did it at a charity fundraiser. Where. The Honorable Jerry Raspberry is going to be there. Yeah, my daddy's going to be there. And your brother's going to be there. And what do you think they're going to think of that buffoonery? I don't know. Because think about on one spectrum, you've got Jerry Raspberry and Ryan Raspberry. And then my dad, a Sunday school teacher, former head deacon, and my brother, a pastor. And then on this side... The you, devil worshipers. You got the <laughs> you got the bad influence Jeffs of the world. Yeah. You got the Russ Lowe's of the world. You got the Alan Evanses of the world. You've got everybody drinking on Bossman George's tab. And the Bossman Georges of the world. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be interesting. My twenty fifth anniversary party is coming up Friday night because Friday, May thirty first, is my literal 25th anniversary on the Kid Craddock Morning Show. And about a year ago, I said I was talking to Boss Man George about it. Amen. And I was kind of, you know, joking around. I said, I was kind of showing myself. I said, I either want a bonus check or I want a party or both. Joking. But then I told him, honestly, I'd rather have a party because, you know, money is great. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Money's good, but it's not always about the money. My husband, are you having a heart attack? You're agreeing with me about that? Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. I don't know how that has to do with this, but sometimes it's not about the money. I want the memories because the thing I've noticed, especially recently, and I don't know if this is like, I've just become hyper aware of it, is how many people uh, come up to me and tell me about how they listened to me when they were a child. Now here they are grown adults and it doesn't make me feel old. They're, you know, it makes me feel good because they were like, I, my mother would drive me to school and I would be, li- we'd be listening to your show and we would laugh and we would talk about it and we loved burn your buns and all this stuff. And now I'm the adult and I'm driving my daughter to school and we're listening to you. And I'm like, I'm a part of their memories. I'm a part of their good memories. And that's huge. It's huge. That's huge to be a part of somebody's memories. And so I'm really into creating a lot of memories right now. That's my jam is creating memories. And especially I hope I can hold on to them because, you know, I've been paranoid about Alzheimer's. It does uh, run in my family you on the a, female side. You've got a strong case of the Hashimoto's. But um, if I can comment on your 25 years. Please. I was not around for most of these 25 years. But here's what I can tell you about 25 years. I did spend 14, almost 15 years at one company and cannot imagine doing that for another 10 years. So for you to be at the same, you know, basically the same company Mm -hmm. doing the, the, you know, essentially the same job. Mm -hmm. I think that in itself is an unbelievable accomplishment. It is for radio. 
Yeah, well, for I'm saying for anybody, for anybody, yeah, for anybody to to be at one company and one job and 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 do that job that well for that long is really amazing. Thank you. It honey. really is. Well, it is especially like I said, in, in you know sports, usually you get traded around or whatever. So for somebody like Troy Aikman to stay with the same team, Dirk Nowitzki, their whole career with the same team, that's yeah, a rare. That's always thing. really cool to see that. And same thing with you know radio and TV people because you're always you know on the come up. You're always looking for the next big gig, or you get fired and replaced by somebody younger. Or, you know, a new company will buy you and they'll get rid of, they'll just wipe out the morning show because they want their people. And I was not always um, secure in my job. You know about the guy, the boss that wanted me fired? Have I told you that one? Yeah, you've told me. Yeah. Um, It was right around when I was getting married the first time. And we we kept trading owners and we had a new uh, program director come in and he did not like me. He just did not like me. And, you know, not everybody's going to like me. That's fine. They, he just didn't like me on the radio. And he wanted me gone. <laughs> I was about to get married. And it was just, I, but I didn't know about this until a little after the fact, thankfully. But I even remember, I didn't I didn't understand why he didn't like me. He reminded me so much of Cato Kalin. If anybody remembers Cato Kalin. He from was the that OG. dumb? No, he just looked like Cato Kalin. He looked like a surfer dude. He had the sandy blonde hair. Was he an airhead? No, he was just that surfer dude vibe. I'm saying he looked like Cato Kalin. Well, if you wanted to get rid of Kelly Raspberry, you must have been kind of an airhead. Well, he just didn't like me. He didn't like my personality. And I, but I liked him. I thought he was cool. And I didn't know he didn't like me. Well, I kind of did. Because what happened was we were at a concert we were throwing. And I remember going up to him backstage and I was like, have I done something? Because I get a feeling that there's something, there's like, have I done something? Because I'm not aware of it. Oh, no, 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 no. Everything's fine. What are you talking about? Huh? They're going to, you know, but I, I tried to address the situation. Oh, he is a passive aggressive guy. But come to find out, he was demanding that kid fire me and kid Craddock absolutely refused to do it. Hmm. He said, I'm not doing the show without Kelly. So um, he wasn't there very long. I don't even know if he was there. Well, a full if he's year. trying to make bonehead decisions like that, yeah, that makes sense. Look at you sticking up for me twenty well, years later. That's so sweet. Make any sense? Or however many years it was later. But yeah, I didn't always have job security. But yeah, he's gone, and I'm still here. And you're still plugging away, babe. Yeah, and Kid Craddock, you know, he he uh, passed away six years ago, so we were together nineteen years. You're still chugging away, and now you're you've been relegated to doing this two-bit podcast with your husband here in front of this plastic pink thing behind us. Yeah, we might need to invest in a nicer studio. <laughs> Maybe when we get a bigger operating budget for the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, so it should be a fun party. It will be interesting because, yeah, like Alan said, my my dad is... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of opinions mm-hmm. about... Uh, people acting foolish. Mm-hmm. You call old Jerry Raspberry if you have any questions about any of this, Alan. But then again, at my wedding, my daddy was out there dancing a little bit. He was. That was and one of my favorite memories. We're yes. all out there in a circle. It's all about memories. Dancing. My mom and dad are there. I think your mom is, she's over there my dancing. My mom would with, not dance. She wouldn't dance? Nobody, she wouldn't do it. Okay, well, everyone else was dancing. So we're all in a circle dancing. And then all of a sudden, like freaking Sasquatch comes out of the woods. Sasquatch it, with rhythm. Sasquatch with rhythm and red hair. Jerry Raspberry comes in the middle of the circle yeah. with his arms in the air. He was dancing. He was dancing. Isn't that fun? So he might surprise us, Alan. He might not have a problem as long as 
certain people control themselves. You think it would be appropriate if I rolled up to your dad and said, would you like me to grab you a Patron shot? I don't think my daddy would do a shot. Yeah, probably not. And I probably wouldn't do that. And you know, boss man George is only covering drinks till 8 p.m. Amen. And so probably, I'm thinking daddy will call it early. So then you can really get hammered, but it's going to be on our own dime. I'm not going to get hammered. Why not? It's my anniversary party. Well, you should get hammered. We're going to get an Uber and everything. Yeah, we're probably going to Uber. <laughs> but you sh- you should get hammered. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do that in front of your brother and your dad <laughs> when they're preachers. <laughs> we'll yeah. get a little bit more to our family dinner um, real quick. But first, we want to tell you about Brooklinen. Longtime sponsor. Thinking of good memories. We have good memories with Brooklinen for being here with us on the Sandwiches and Loving podcast since almost the beginning. We love our Brooklinen sheets. And, you know, if you feel like you're not getting a really great night's sleep and you're not, you know, not cool and comfortable, why don't you consider your bedding? Upgrade. You deserve it. You spend about a third of your life between the sheets anyway, Mm. if you're lucky. Some of us don't get enough sleep and we should. But it's the quality of five star hotel sheets without paying that price, the couple that started this company, Vicki and Rich, that was what their goal was. They were like, why can't we feel like we're sleeping in a resort hotel every night? So they did the, the mission was to get luxury sheets without the luxury markup because most bedding you buy is marked up as much as 300%. So now they've got over 35,000 five-star reviews. They are, I mean, it's one of the things we get tweeted at most uh, people message me about their Brooklyn sheets. You were right. I'm so glad I took your advice and ordered the, the Brooklynens. You can mix and match over 25 colors and patterns. They have the duvet covers too, all the bedding you need to make your bedroom just right. Yeah. And uh, you know, babe, I, I agree. Our Brooklyn sheets, the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. I'm sleeping better than I ever have in my life. And now it's time for you to upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving you an exclusive offer just for our listeners, it's 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all of their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime guarantee or lifetime warranty, a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off your first order and free shipping is to use that promo code Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com, promo code Kelly. Brooklinen, these really are the best sheets ever. Thank you, babe. Better know they are. So my uh, my brother, the preacher, the good kid in the family, uh, he has four children. And the oldest, Riley, my niece Riley, she's 22 now, and she's about to become Mrs. Cordero. She's getting married August 31st. At 22 years old. Uh-huh. In um, Land Lakes, Florida. That's young. And it's an outdoor wedding. <laughs> in August or something, right? August 31st. Oof. It's going to be hot. But it's going to be beautiful. She's very excited, and I love her, and I'm going to be there, and I'm not going to complain about the heat, not even once. Really? I'm not. Really? I'm not. I'm going to keep my mouth shut, because it's her day, and I want her to feel really special. So I'm going to tell you, and then my, my nephew Braden brought home his girlfriend, Valeria. No, it's Valeria? Valeria. It's Val. We call her Val. I'll stick with Val. Valeria, because she's um, Brazilian? Brazilian, I think. I thought she was Nicaraguan. One of those. So anyway, and 
you know, I didn't say anything, but I have a feeling he was bringing her home to meet the family because the groundwork's being laid. No pun intended. For an engagement. And a lot of people are questioning, why are they getting married so young? They're 22 and like he's not even... 21 yet, I don't think. I think he's going to be 21 on he's his next 20? birthday. I think Braden's he's 20? I think he's going to be 21 on his wow. next birthday in September. I didn't realize that. But here's the thing. My parents were married very young, like 19 and 17. Mm. Not because they had to. My mother didn't have me until she was 19. They just wanted to get married and they were in love. My brother got married the summer after he graduated from college to Lori about 22, same age as Riley is now. And they are, all of them are still married. So it's not like a recipe for disaster. Not everybody has to do the starter kit marriage. But I'll tell you the thing is, my family, very religious. And a lot of very religious kids get married young. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Just because they're religious doesn't mean they don't want to do it. But they want to do it within the confines of marriage. So that's a big reason why a lot of really religious kids get married so young because they don't want to have the guilt associated with having sex outside of marriage, but they want to have sex just like everybody else, you know? I haven't talked to my niece about that. I don't want to embarrass her, but that's what it is. And I'm not worried. I think they're going to have a great marriage. I think they're going to be fine. Everybody does it differently. Everybody there does is it no, differently. There is no uh, recipe that's the exact recipe that's going to work for everybody. I got married the first time at 34 or 35. I'd have to do the math. Mine didn't work out. It was 27 for me. But I'll tell you yeah. what, if I had got married at 17 or 18, that definitely wouldn't have worked. Well, you know, it's different time and different mentalities. But, you know, I'm proud of them. For- well, I can't say that. Maybe it would have worked. Yeah, like I said, you, you just don't, you don't know. know. You don't know. You don't. I think the age has less to do with it than the the person, the 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 chemistry, the the commitment, the, the commitment, the, the 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 commonalities, the commonalities, and those major beliefs that you have, life goals. Because yeah. the the thing is with um, my brother and his wife, they were both ministry focused. My brother. His goal was to work in with the youth ministry. That was his goal. He wanted to be a pastor in some capacity. His wife, her dream was to be a pastor's wife and to work with it within a ministry. So when you have that kind of goal, it makes sense. Same thing with my niece and nephew, both ministry minded, missionary minded. And so they've got that common goal. I think a lot of people who get married when they're 19 and 20, 21 years old, and they haven't quite figured out their life's path. So definitively Mm -hmm. what happens is they grow in different directions in their twenties and then they don't recognize each other and they want different things by the time they hit 30. You know, their eyes are opened a little bit, I guess they see, they see the world a little bit, you know, they say, Oh, there's more out there than I thought there was. I'm not worried about them getting married early because I, I know where their hearts are Mm -hmm. and I completely understand that. So yeah. Any of you religious kids that need me to talk to your parents, I will do that because I understand. I get it. But what'd you think about dinner the other night? Oh, it's great as always. Your my mo- family your, fun? Your my mo- brother's so funny. Your, your mom always um, fixes great stuff. She she fixed a chicken salad this time that was amazing. Yeah, she's such a good cook. What's so funny, though, I like to observe um, her her grandkids are always trying to get her to do bits. 
They, yeah. they want your mother to do bits. Yeah, they like using Snapchat filters they, on my mother. They want her to dab. They want her to do like boneless. They want her to do orange justice. They want her to do the the man filter in Snapchat. It's yeah, my just, mom's really funny. It, it's so funny, yeah. My mother is, I mean, truly, people that don't know, I mean, once you get to know my mother, I have people tell me all the time, your mom is so funny. She's hilarious. I think that's where I get my sense of humor. I know it's not the same type of humor, but I do get my sense of humor from my mother. Yours is a, well, yours is a little more lewd. I do not have a lewd sense of humor. <laughs> I do not. Radio people are notorious for being lewd. What are you talking I'll about? Tell you, I'm not lewd, but. The radio industry is full of lewd people. It is. That's what I'm saying. Thank I don't, you. I don't blush at a dirty joke. You want to hear a dirty joke? Not right now on the podcast. I've got I do, a ton I, of them. I know, but I'm not like one of the, I'm not really easily offended. I don't think I'm necessarily lewd, but a dirty joke or something, I can usually take You're it. You're not because necessarily I've heard, I've been lewd. exposed to it so much. Let me tell you, when I first started in radio, I was 19 years old. I had gone to Florence Christian School. I went to Liberty University for one year until my scholarship ran out and I couldn't afford it anymore. And I dropped out of college for a year or well for a few years because I transferred to a state university and I was, it was just complete culture shock. I had our uh, professor like within the first week of school to get to know everybody. He invited everybody in the class over to his house for a kegger <laughs> and there, you know, and I just, I was like, what's going on? These people are drinking. That's kind of lewd. That'll get you into big trouble nowadays. Well, this is a long time ago and just a lot of things were going on, a lot of partying and the frat parties. And I had like a culture shock and I ended up dropping out of school for a while, but I got into radio and a lot of cussing in radio mm. and Seriously, I'm not lying. The DJs would cuss in front of me and I would wince and blink because I, I couldn't believe they were saying those words and they thought that was the funniest thing ever. And so at first they were very, when they realized it was like making me freak out, they were respectful, but then they thought it was a cool party trick. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens after you hear a cuss word enough, you get desensitized to it. You become numb. You become numb to it. And then you start cussing. Mm. That's what happens. See, that's lewd. That's what happens. I wouldn't do that. What, cuss? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I don't like the kids playing violent video games. You're supposed to say I cuss every podcast. I know you do, but I think everybody knows no, that. No, but I haven't. I haven't cussed on this one. Not today. I said ass. Again? That's why I like video games that are violent, because I think it desensitizes kids to that. And the scary movies, the gory movies, I don't like that. I want people to be disgusted and, ugh, and freaked out by gross things like that. I don't want it to be commonplace. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me get real briefly. Cause I talked about it. Our dog, Larry. Oh, we're going to do another thing before we do this. Huh? Okay. Yeah, well, we've got tons of stuff still. I mean, we're, we're plowing through baby. We're getting it done. Okay. Our dog, Larry, our rescue dog, Larry, I love and adore. And he, I, I just love him. I didn't think I was going to have place in my heart to replace George, my last dog. Hey, but man. after about a year and a half, my heart was ready. And we, we found Larry or Larry found us and he's wonderful. Larry, uh, we don't know his backstory. He was discovered wandering in a field covered in fleas and burrs and just a skinny little thing. And based upon his teeth, they estimate he was anywhere from a year to 18 months old. That's all we knew. And so I don't know his history. He came to us. He was a little skittish 
um, had. Well, he's still skittish. And I, my mistake, I kind of put him around too many people too quickly. I think we had a swap party and he ended up pooping on the floor and Susan stepped in it and it went all over the house. It was my bad. I wasn't mad at the dog. I should have, you know, we shouldn't have done that. He's always growled at our daughters, my daughter mostly because she's here more and just we don't understand. She's not done a thing to him. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, honestly, and Alan will back me up. He, yeah. You know, I, I, he would be like, you're in denial. She does this to him. No, no, no. She literally has never done a thing to that dog. She will walk into the room and he's suddenly. But I was telling people. It's just like, the, what is going on? I was telling people at the party, like he, he barks at her, but it's not a, you can tell he's not doing, um. A, like savage is that the right word yeah, he's not he's not, he's not being mean about it but he, he's raising hell he raises a lot of hell but then and she gets upset and she's like i don't like larry anyway yeah i was like just get down with him and when she'll call him over he'll he'll tuck his tail down like he's scared of her and he'll come up and let her pet him and then it's fine and then other days like when she was petting him the other day and he was acting like everything is fine he suddenly he turned, he turned around and snarled at her but here's what makes but i think he's got a sensitive tummy from allergies i think she might have hit a, a soft but spot. here's what makes this even weirder okay so we have two boys he's like the biggest buddies with the boys i mean when the boys come down to get ready in the morning for school right. he just he goes over says hello sniffs them they go over in the ottoman put their shoes on he jumps up on the ottoman with them and is trying to get him to play. He jumps up on the ottoman, jumps down, jumps up. He's trying to get him to play. He looks at him like they're his, I guess, litter mates or something. And That's he loves me. It's not about it's not about being a female because he adores me. I mean, this dog can't get close enough to me. I love this yeah, dog. And then he kind of just tolerates me. I mean, he's fine with me, but he's just kind of quiet. He's a little, know? yeah. He kind of ducks his tail with you sometimes. I guess because you're alpha dog and he's kind of like bowing to you I or guess. something. I'm just his playmate. But it's just really strange. So yeah, I'm just like. And then he started. Um, peeing and pooping in the house again all of a sudden we gave him we, we got where we trusted him because we have the doggy door he knows where it is he goes outside and then suddenly we're like why does the kids room smell like pee? oh my god and it's the girls rooms poor brooks room it's the girls rooms. i took the carpet cleaner up there today and it almost knocked us over it smelled so bad up there it smells like a freaking dog kennel in there because when we were we were leave for the day thinking he's got this because he hasn't had an accident in forever, he would run upstairs and go to the bathroom in Brooks' room. Brooks not here during the school year, but every Thursday and every other weekend. So it would be just sitting there. We didn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. found I found petrified turds up there before. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on. What is it with girls? I don't know. It is a puzzle. It is a puzzle. So I was like, I wish we could call Cesar. I know since I'm Milan, but I don't think we can afford it. I was watching the dog whisperer on it's on did you know it's on Saturdays? Every Saturday they have a marathon. And they're all repeats? I don't know. Could we apply for it? Maybe get maybe we we could apply for it. But I had a listener, she follows um a pet psychic on Instagram and she said, You need to follow her. I I was like, Oh, I'll DM her. And I did. And I said, You wouldn't happen to be in the Dallas Fort Worth area, would you? And she's actually like in San Diego or something. But she says she does psychic readings over the phone for pets. I am this close. So how does that work? I, I don't know. I guess she feels the energy through the... I don't know. I'm just desperate. So our choices are calling the doggy psychic over the phone, who's probably going to charge me a lot of money, or trying to get on a TV show 
where where Cesar Milan can figure out what's wrong with our dog. Cesar Milan would get to the bottom of this. I don't know how. What do you? It's a unique. I don't know problem. what he would say, but he would he would figure this but one. But you know out. what? It's a unique problem, and so maybe it's one. You know, because I'm sure he gets the same thing over and over and over and over again. So this is a unique problem that he might be willing to tackle. Maybe we should go that route. He's Anybody got a connection with Cesar Milan? So anyway, that's... anybody got a connection with a TV casting company with dogs with behavioral problems? That's give us the, a shout uh, out. Yeah, that's like when I asked everybody to give me a connection that knew somebody who designed air conditioning for cars, and it was chirp, 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 chirp on that. When did you ask for that? Well, because we were having the debate on should you use the auto or should you use the fan? Oh, my goodness, that argument. That's ridiculous. We all know that I was right on that. Don't, don't be so dismissive to your husband's cooling needs. <laughs> well, you're dismissive to my cooling needs. No, I just yeah. don't like the air blowing that hard. Whatever. You know what I need in my life? You need support. I need support from my man and from my bra. You know, I got a mammogram today. Ladies, you need to get your mammogram. If you haven't done that, it's very important for peace of mind. But before I got my mammogram, I took off my third love bra. It's I, so comfortable. I get free ones. I almost forgot. Huh? Nothing. <sighs> It's so comfortable you forget you're wearing it. Third love bras. I really do hear from a lot of our listeners who say, oh my gosh. I had one lady tell me she or, she finally gave in. She ordered like 10 of them, 10 at once because she wanted to take advan- advantage of the discount code that I'm about to tell you about. And she returned a couple because they, Third Love has a great return policy as well. But here's the thing about Third Love. They want you to have the best fitting bra, the most comfortable bra you're ever going to have in your entire life. They have the perfect uh, fit finder quiz and they use the data from the women who take this quiz and because the millions of women have done that they have been able to design a bra that has the the most bra sizes in the industry 78 officially as of right now and continuing to grow their bands range from sizes 30 to 48 inches mm. from cups double a to i mm. this is one of the largest ranges in the bra industry and these sizes are available in five of third love's most loved classic styles that include these from the 24 7 collection the classic t-shirt bra the cotton t-shirt bra everyday lace t-shirt the lace back t-shirt and the lace balconette which has got a little sexy vibe to it third love bras are beautiful and they're just as beautiful for the size b cup to that eye they because they want every woman to feel good and feel beautiful in the lingerie and they don't charge you more for the larger sizes it's the same price point if you get the classic t-shirt bra in an a it's going to cost the same in an i because third love's like why should we charge you more why we penalize you for having a bigger bra size it's so comfortable i promise you it's going to be the most comfortable bra you ever had my friend deontay said it's the best nursing bra she's ever owned third love has so many options and i want you to check it out and i want you to take advantage of our special offer so you can get a little discount because third love knows babe there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering our listeners 15% 15% off your first order. So order a lot. Yes. Go to thirdlove.com slash sandwich. Now to find your perfect fitting bra, get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sandwich for 15% off today. Now the last thing I want to get to, because I did promise it, and Alan's so excited about it. He, he's so glad I saved this for almost like the dessert of the podcast is The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Hannah Brown. 
Guys, if you're not watching it, please go back. You're only like three episodes behind. It's so fun. The guys are, some of them are so batshit. Oh, I meant, I meant to say bat blank crazy and I came out the wrong way. Oh no. Vulgar. I meant to, I meant that to was bleep. Vulgar. I meant to bleep the S part. Lewd. I meant to bleep that. See? I, went to, I, I meant told to go y'all. bat bleep crazy. I, hey, I told y'all. I meant to say bat bleep crazy. Radio. But so fun. So fun. This one guy that she thought she, well, he thought he had this instant connection with her is now like, that's my woman. And I can't stand watching her make out with all these other guys. And what she said that I thought was really interesting. I think this should be mandatory dating uh, manual for, for women is that. Paula Grooms refers to it a lot. I'm telling you, because there's so many lessons to be learned here about dating. But she was saying how, you know, she loved that confidence. She thought the confident man was very sexy. But there's a fine line with it being the sexiest thing ever and the most annoying thing ever. Because he went from confident to cocky and demanding and kind of domineering and cutting her off. And she didn't like that. And you know what she told him? Fix it. Fix it. And you know what? Now he's in the position where he's having to work for her. And I think that's a lesson, too, that a woman has to make a man kind of work for it and not put it all out there for him all the time. So many lessons to be learned from The Bachelorette Mm -hmm. and The Bachelor. Plus, it's just so damn entertaining. It is funny, especially that Cam. Cam is creepy. It's extremely creepy. Yeah, he's always going to be Cam. He's always... Always going to be Cam. He's always... You know what you shouldn't do as a man, ever? You shouldn't lurk. Yeah. And you shouldn't leer. Don't lurk, that, guys, ever. That, it never works for you. Don't mm-hmm. lurk. Don't leer. If you can stop doing those two things. Got a better shot. You got a better chance. Got a better Let's shot. Let's face it, you got a better chance. But some of these guys, oh man, some of them are so freaking hot. Jed is the front runner. I think everybody thinks he's the front runner. I'm having trouble remembering everybody's names. But the one that's the football player that told her, no. You know that feeling I got when I run, ran out the tunnel onto the field? God. That's the same feeling I get when I look at you. And I'm like, yes, uh, that's the best. And then he, uh, this last week, he had her touch his booty because it's really tight from working out. He is so dang good looking, but he is trouble. And he is the trouble you want to get in trouble with. He's just so, he's like one of those disposables. Like you just want to mess around with him. I don't know that you want to marry him. You know what I mean? Ladies, just go buy a dildo. It's a lot easier. Alan! What? No! You just said disposable. I didn't mean, no, Alan, don't say stuff like that. No. I didn't, that is not the same thing. I meant it's fun. He's a fun guy to hang around. It's like you have girls you date and not marry. I'm saying he's a guy you would date and not marry. Why do you get so upset? Millions of Americans. Uh, I don't say it again. I'm not, but millions of Americans use products in the comfort of their homes. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Well, do you know a little interesting fact about The Bachelor and Bachelorette that they have to leave, as Cam reminded Hannah, he had to leave his job to come do this show. And a lot of them have to do that. Because Who they, did? Cam. Oh, okay. Well, you, how are you going to take off for a month or two? Right, right. Is your job going to let you do that? I mean. Well, I work for myself. I know, but before. Yeah. No, before, well, no, no. Your corporate job wouldn't let you do that. Well, the thing is, they wouldn't let you go to lunch. They come in hopes of finding love if they're there for the right reasons, which we hear to death. But let's be honest, they're they're coming because some of them are like, hey, why not? It'd be cool to be on TV and maybe I'll get famous. But a lot of them are looking at it as a money making opportunity because they do not get paid for being on the show. They have to bring their own wardrobes. They have to go out and some of the past 
past contestants admit now they were borrowing clothes from borrowing clothes from friends. They would buy things and leave the tags on because they they have to look great in so many different scenarios. You have to have evening gown. You have to have sportswear. You have to have bikini wardrobe. Heaven help you if you see twice in the same outfit on the show. So it does cost them a lot of money. Their ultimate goal is if you see what a lot of the bachelorettes have done, they become social media influencers. And they're making six and seven figures. Isn't everybody now a social media influencer? I'm telling you, I think there's going to be a saturation point for that at some sometime soon. It's like everybody's doing it. But yeah, that's where their end goal is, is they do the club appearances. And now the women are doing the social media influencing. Mm -hmm. I can believe that. That's why they go on the show to try to get a jump start on their social media. I mean, that's a big part of it. Or for love. Right. Some of them are there for the right reasons, Alan. Right. Is that all you got with the bachelor bed? Yeah. I mean, because I know you don't, you haven't really watched it. I've watched it. I've watched like. You didn't watch this past week. We didn't watch because Monday night was Memorial Day and we were having the party. So I had to go back and watch it without you. Well, so, you never told me you did that. Well, whenever, did, but you, were, you weren't even here. I was just kind of watching it real quick. Okay. Like, I'm going to get you to sit down for two hours and we watch. Should, we should sit down and watch shows together. We need a show we can watch together. And then it turns out you you just watched it by yourself. Okay, so you'll watch with me Monday night. You just committed. Uh, yeah, I did last time. But you're on your phone the whole time. My phone the whole time. You are. Well, maybe, you don't even realize it. Maybe some of the time. Will you watch it? actively and not passively with me so we can talk about it. Hey, you're lucky I'm just in the room. <laughs> and that's why I didn't tell you I watched it yesterday. No, oh, I'll watch it with I you. I want bed. you to be excited about it with me. So okay. y'all watch it so we can talk about it. It's I want to really watch fun. that um that Motley Crue thing. We've never sat down Dirt. and watched that thing. On okay, ne- let's do it. On, on Netflix. Let's not do it tonight. Well, we can't do it. I've got to pass out here in 10 minutes. Let's do it tomorrow night. We don't have anything tomorrow night. We don't yeah. have the kids. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow it's our night. Last, there you go. Yeah. Because yeah, then Friday night's my party. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow night. Friday night's the night of buffoonery. And then we get the kids back. So that's what we're doing. We got a date. We're going to watch Dirt. And we can talk about that on the podcast. It's the Motley Crue story. So if y'all haven't seen it on Netflix, go watch it. And we'll talk about it next podcast. Yeah. Now we have a homework assignment. We have to watch it. Oh, we got one more thing we need to mention. Then we need to bring it home for Jerome. Okay. Um, podcast listeners, you have been instrumental in helping a sandwich and some leaven. Achieve 25,000 Instagram followers. Yay! Yay! So Kelly and I are going to uh, post a picture celebrating 25,000 listeners. It's not going to be a very highly produced picture. It's basically what we look like right now. It's basically what we look like right now. Recording this podcast. Right. But uh, what we want you to do is go out there. If you like the picture, like it. Tag three friends. Three. Three. Tag three friends that you want to know about a sandwich and some loving and how they should join our 25,000 strong family. And based on the picture we're posting, why wouldn't they want to be part of this? I mean, look at us. (laughs) Why wouldn't they want to follow this? Oh, no. I should have made an effort. (laughs) You got Pioneer Woman and this guy over here looks like a cholo. I had to get a spray tan. I got a party Friday. Um, So get out there. Like the picture. Tag three friends, friends yeah. and Kelly and I will randomly randomly draw one of those people to win a Fab Fit Fun box valued at over three hundred dollars. Over three hundred dollars. If they don't follow us, do they need to follow us too? If you're not following us, you need to follow us too, right? That's part of the fun. Part of the fun, right? You want them to follow us too? Yeah. 
Because that's, yeah, we want, we want more than 25000 Yeah. Yeah, I got a FabFitFun box. Actually, somehow I got two. Because you know I'm keeping one for myself because FabFitFun is so awesome. But I got one that um, I opened and just because I wanted to be able to show people. Is this people. the one we're giving away? This is the one I'm giving away. I haven't kept anything this? out of it. It's um, this is very suspect. It's a purple tube of some type of, oh, okay. It's an ultraviolet brightening purple clay mask. Yeah, the thing about, I'm, I'm tearing up the packaging now. Somebody's going to get it with a little bit of torn paper, so forgive me for that. Hey, look where it's made, babe. Australia. Good eye, mate. All right. But they've got really cool things in here. If you're a fan of living proof products, there's some nourishing styling cream, exfoliating foot mask. There is a beach bag. There's a beach towel. There's some Kula SPF. There's the Grace Estella spray all day. There's a, everything that came in the FabFitFun box we're going to give away. Because I got two of them and I want you to enjoy it just as much as I enjoyed mine. There's even some jewelry in here in this one. So anyway, yeah, we're going to package that up. We're going to draw somebody. Alan said there's like some random number generator program yeah. or something. So, so we're going to have zero. I'm going to count all those comments, all those posts, all those people who posted or liked it, posted, and then tagged three friends. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use my little random number generator and I'm going to count down and pick out the one. Yeah. So if you've ever wanted to get a FabFitFun box, this is the way you can get one for free from us. I'm sharing my love with you and thanking you for following us on Instagram. Yeah. Which Alan actually runs that uh, a sandwich and some loving page, so I give you all the credit for that. There, I was giving you credit, babe. Thanks, giving you credit. Thank you, thank you. I'm acknowledging you. Thank you. Um, which is based on information you received in our last podcast. Yes. All right, babe. Well, this was this was fun. This is a lot of fun. We covered a lot of ground. Told you here. We had a lot to get to today. We had a lot, of, a lot to get to. You were relatively lewd on this podcast. I was not nearly as lewd as you. <laughs> You always trump me on that department. Why you got to bring him into this? Why do you got to talk about that? Because. Why do you have to so talk about because, that? Why do you have to talk about that? According to John Voight, he's the greatest <laughs> president since Abraham Lincoln. Why are you talking in Pastor Sam voice? <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. Have y'all seen that? John Voight's gotten a lot of heat for that this week. Angelina Jolie's dad. Yeah. That's right. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, he's a huge Trump fan, and he said he, he's going on record, man. He's like, I'm a supporter, and I'm going to tell you right now. He is the finest president since Abraham Lincoln. Well, there you go. Maybe, See, I love Ronald Reagan. That was my favorite. Maybe maybe we could get a uh, an opposing viewpoint. We're not that kind of podcast. We're not that kind of, That's why I was, I was uh, surprised you brought up his name. I didn't. You did. Why that you made being me so, think of John Voight. Why are you being so controversial? Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's more controversial, honestly? I'm going to tell you what's more controversial. It is more controversial to talk about Donald Trump than it is for you to talk about dildos. I could go on at nauseum about dildos if you really wanted me to. I really don't. Well, so as don't, much as I want hey, to go on about Donald Trump. Don't throw that. I'm just saying it's more controversial. Don't these throw days. that down because I will. T hey, I'll talk about it. I'm not challenging you. Why are you acting like that? <laughs> That was not a challenge. Oh, okay. I was trying to make it into a challenge. <laughs> I know better. All right, babe. I love you desperately. This is a great way to sign off here. Yeah. I, I love all our listeners desperately. And, Thanks for uh, putting up with that lewdness and buffoonery. Oh, go out there and, and check out our Instagram at A Sandwich and Some Leaven, our YouTube channel, A Sandwich and Some Leaven. And I'm sure we will do this again real soon. And in the immortal words of the great Keanu Reeves, life is good when you have a good sandwich.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.